You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. Stopping my shine. They try to break me, try to take me out, but I got Jesus on my side. So bad I thought it would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid down his life. And I got mountains to climb. But the enemy can't stop me, cause there's a calling on my life. Some um, let, let me do some housekeeping with you, giving you guys some announcements that are going to be 
amazing, um, as you all know, since it's been the last Thursday of 2021. Next year, when we do come back, and we are going to be back, if the Lord saves the same, um, the doctor will be back in the studio again next year. Um, after he teaches tonight, you will hear his voice yet again 2022. So when we come back, there will be a new show concept. Um, we are currently actively working with social media stuff to get him a YouTube page where those of you in Radio Land that can't call into the show but are active advocates for our broadcast that support us and share our show, you will get a chance to see your pastor, your beloved pastor that you listen to every Wednesday and Thursday night that we're on. In the meantime, until all the YouTube and all the fabulousness takes place on Sundays, every Sunday in 2022 that the Lord says the same, that we're allowed to be open in the storehouse, that we're allowed to be at church. We will definitely do a live for you all on Blessings by Grace Radio Facebook page. So if you know how to get online to Facebook or Instagram, you will be on on Sunday mornings, 1130 in the United States. For those of you in other countries, it will be California time. So Pacific Standard Time Zone will be on the air live on Facebook and Insta TV live, bringing you our church service in progress. And so we want to just welcome you, all of you onlineers that participate with us. We want to welcome you to, to your new online church. We're grateful for you to be here. We will have more details coming up in reference to the whole online church. For those of you that are not in the United States, or if you are in the United States, but you're not in California, and, of course, you like to share our show and you like to follow us and you're looking for a truthful, well-being church, we are a church that will welcome you in with open arms. We'll welcome you in the technology age. We will be glad to have you as an online church member and also a virtual radio member. And physically, if you're eligible to be in our storehouse, our church is located 8516 South Thompson Avenue in the city of Los Angeles. Our state here is California. Our zip code is 90001. So we'd love to have you any Sunday morning that we're in for services. And any of our upcoming services where we'll have a nightly service, our annual prayer conference this January coming up. We're also going to have our women's district meeting coming up in March. In June, we'll celebrate our 61st pastor's anniversary with our church and then we do have august which will be our 60th national holy convocation in august so we have some great things for you um in november of 2022 will be our season of harvest so we're so elated for you to be with us all of next year 2022 we can't wait to have all these amazing shows with you, amazing Bible sessions on Thursdays. It's still Learner's Lounge Thursday. So every Thursday in 2022 that we come on the air, we want you to learn with us. As the doctor is teaching us, we want you to learn with us. And then every Wednesday in 2022, we want you to tell somebody to either call in for prayer on the show at 818-668-5428, the call-in number, if you guys can call into the United States of America. And if you can't, we do have a prayer page. It's called a Global Prayer Line on Facebook. you able to send a message to that Facebook page. Or Blessings by Grace Radio Facebook page, you can send a prayer request there. We can anonymously read it out loud. That way the doctor can take all of your concerns, your petitions to the throne of grace. He can take everything to God, and God can answer fervently. Even though today is not prayer night, let us just remember those that are fighting COVID. Um, I have a cousin whose son just got diagnosed. He's not even two years old, her husband and herself all got diagnosed, so those that can get a prayer through, remember Memory, William, and Russell out of Whittier, California. They now have all been diagnosed with COVID. Her daughter wasn't in the home at the time visiting other families for Christmas, and her 11-year-old daughter didn't get COVID. Praise God for that. Um, also, very quickly, prayers for uh, co-pastor Mabel Dodd in Phoenix, Arizona. That is not a COVID thing. It's just a sickness. So those that can get a prayer through, just remember those two. 
also my last prayer request tonight, even though it's Bible study, just prayer words. Remember a very dear friend of mine, Cynthia Burden. She does also have COVID here in Apple Valley. She is in ICU. She is fighting for her life. So those that just are listening tonight, when you say your prayers at night to God, please remember those names. Again, it's Memory, William and Russell. It's also Co-Pastor Mabel Dodd and Cynthia Burton. We thank you for being with us again all of 2021, and we look forward to a prosperous and joyous 2022, and we look forward to you being with us here in Radio Lands, in our physical church, and in our online church. We thank you, we thank you, and we love you. May God feed and bless you, that you have a prosperous and a blessed 2022. And now we are so elated you are here tonight. And the reason we're here tonight is Learner's Lounge Thursday. This is where we get our learn on. We learn about God and what thus saith the Lord. We learn from the man of God, the word of God, the unadulterated gospel that nobody else could do it better than God himself. So he sent one of his soldiers here to teach it and preach it to us so we get the real truth and nothing but the truth. It's not sugar-coated. There's nothing added to it. There's nothing taken away from it. It's all 100% the truth. And for that, I'm grateful. I'm ready to learn. How about you? So, again, thank you so much. That was my inspiration slash please pray for those suffering with COVID momentum. I thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in. Let's get ready to learn. God bless you all. Thank you very much. God bless you, Radio Land. Amen. This is Dr. Moore coming to you tonight. Once again, praise the Lord in the name of Jesus to bring you food for a thought on the end then of this year. Thank God for my announcement all the time, bringing inspired and inspiration words to you to encourage you out there in Radio Land, no matter where you are. If you listen to the word of God, God's word can engraft you into more of his spiritually understanding. We love you tonight, praise the Lord. We're going to go into the word of God. And as she always reminded me, this year is gone. It would not be 2021 anymore. We are approaching a new year. And in the book of James, James says, we will do this or we will do that if it's the Lord's will. Beloved, quit taking so much in your hands. Say, you know, 2022, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. If it's God's will, it'll be done. So I just want to take that little note to you tonight. Amen. Don't step ahead of God. Say amen with him. We're so elated tonight, amen, to get back into the word of God. And thank God for all of you that say amen, that's praying for Dr. Moore. I feel the results of your prayers. God has amen, strengthened my body in numerous ways, and I'm just so grateful. I pray for you because I love you. Each one of you out there, you're very important to me. Your prayers, your condition and your situation that you're going through it. It's very important, amen, to grace, blessing my grace. Amen. We we take that to heart. Now, getting into the word of God tonight, amen. Just think about it as it says, amen. This is the last week in this, uh, this month. Amen. And 21 will be gone. And it might be me, but everybody's not going to make it over. But I want to say this. If you don't make it over, be ready. Be ready to meet Jesus. Because we all got to leave here. And I want to say, encourage you tonight, amen. Lift up your head and pray like never before, because COVID, praise the Lord, is on the uprise again. But God did not give us the spirit of fear. I don't want you to get panicked. 
So you can't think, you can't pray, you can't hear from God. But he gave amen us a sound mind. So I'm going to take that in this note, amen, and go to First Kings chapter 18, 31 and 39. And the word of God reads and says, And Elijah took 12 stones. According to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thou named. God getting ready to change some things. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, a great as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burning sacrifice and on the wood. And he says, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran around the altar. And he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at that time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and says, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord. Hear me. That this people may know that thou art Lord, God, and that they has turned their hearts backwards again. Then the fire of the Lord fell, and it consumed the burnt offering, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and lifted up the water that were in the trenches. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their face. And they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. We're looking tonight to see God working a miracle upon the mountains of your life. I don't care how high you have risen in life and how much you don't escape, God can see it work a miracle in your life. In the same time, God had to bring something upon the children of Israel who was God's chosen people, special people, so supposed to be separated and dedicated to none other than the Lord God himself. But throughout history, we see they began to do exactly what God told them not to do. 
And that was to mix with foreign peoples. People that didn't believe like they believed in God told them to stay away from them. But just like it was in Adam and Eve, curiosity got the best of them. They wanted to know why they couldn't mingle with other people who looked like them. Or what was on the other side God was trying to keep them from. At this time, God let something happen in the land. And it was called a famine. And it fell upon all Israel. When God allowed a famine to come into the land, that means suffering comes tremendously. It comes to the point that humankind, many times don't know what to do to solve the problem. And as I was studying this, I was studying a man thinking about COVID. COVID is like a famine in the land. The doctors actually don't know what to do. Thank God for them. They've done all they can, but they don't have the answer. And on this mountain that we're fighting, the Lord sent Elijah and told Elijah, Elijah, my people is up on the mountain. But they don't turn backwards. In other words, they have backslide. They haven't kept the promises that they promised they would keep. Now I got to show them that I am God. Many of them don't even believe that I am the real true God. So he took one little man by the name of Elijah and told Elijah to build him an altar, build him a place where prayer can be sent up from You remember a man when Baalim built the altar? When Elijah got ready to build his altar, they told they tore out Baal altar. Didn't want to have anything to do with the support or how strong maybe it would have been. Elijah built his own altar. Oh, you got to do something in your life. As you see the tragedy in this world, you got to be a little strong altar for you, and none other than Amen, your God. The whole ideal it was in Israel was idolatry, and the Lord had gave Amen a commandment in the first Amen: Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And the very thing God says not to do, that's what men went after. Idolatry was all over the land. They were worshiping the creature more than they were the creator. The Lord, amen, told Jacob, according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. God got to change your name. If you're going to be a real follower of Jesus Christ, God got to change your name. You put on your slave name when you got on your own name. But you need to put on the name of your father, which is in heaven. That is the name of Jesus. You need to put him on. So God changed Jacob, amen, unto Israel. And what a blessing, amen, it was. And as the story, amen, go on, and things, amen, got more difficult 
There was a king by the name of Ahab, and there was a queen by the name of Jezebel. And there was a government. They all played part in this program. They had to rule over Israel. And it's a bad thing, amen, when we living in a circular world and circular peoples have the rule over Christianity. But God told Elijah is to do something. That was to obey him. Regardless, amen, how much the media would come out and say how many did die, the Lord told Elijah to obey him. <clears throat> God knows his people were that was in distress. And he knew, amen, they needed some deliverance. So he told Elijah to go to Mount Carmel. Tell Ahab to meet me there with all the peoples. And we're going to see who is powerful. We're going to see who the real God is. In this chaotic time that we're living in now, the real God is going to show up. And I'm afraid these phony gods They're going to be defeated like the was, amen, in the day of Israel. It's testing time for the believers. God is testing the believer's faith. Who do you really believe in tonight? You said, Bishop, I believe in the Lord. Do you really, really believe in him? How many other gods have you got you bowing down to? Thou shalt have no other gods before me, or no graven images, or no likeness. How many images have we got? And they feel, amen, the bears with water and put it on, amen, the burning sacrifice. You know, water, amen, in wood does not accumulate. A chemistry. You put enough water on wood, it's going to go out. But God, uh, Elijah was praying to an almighty God, a supernatural God, that can do things that no nobody else can do. Are you praying to that God tonight? When you're looking at, looking at our world sinking like second sand, are you praying to this supernatural God tonight? Are you leaving all these other little bitty gods behind you and really praying to the only and one true God? The Lord is very adamantly about who you give praises to and give glory to. And as they poured water on that sacrifice, not one time, not two times, but three times. This is the time Elijah, amen, getting himself in tune with the Lord. Then the other amen had prayed, prayed. They prayed until, amen, they cut themselves. They called on their God. But their God would not answer them. Their God could not answer them. Their God was not real God. And many of your gods that you got idols and given glory to and thanks, they can't talk. They can't answer you. They can't hear you. They can't supply your needs. But yet, you admonish them. So God has to do something. He said, whom he loves, he chastised. 
God is chastising his people tonight, telling you to come, come. The year is not over with. Come, come, you backsliders that once prayed in him, that knew him. Even you know when John and some other church now, that you know that don't magnify the Lord like they should have, but it is pleasing to your flesh. You over there, amen, because your flesh is being pleased. The Lord is giving you an opportunity. God is giving you an opportunity one more time. First King eighteen twenty four says, and call ye on the name of your gods. Come, you listen. If your God's so powerful, and you see all this disease in the land, call on the name of your God. See what your God can do. All of y'all get together. Call on your God. You laid on the false prophet. I'm one person alone, and I'm gonna call on the name of the Lord. Is he your Lord? Amen. You may say, he my God, but he ain't none of my Lord. And, and if, you are, if you are not letting him rule your life, you said the right thing. He is not your Lord. Lord means rule. And he ought to rule in every believer's life. It's not what you want to do. How you want to do it is what he wants to do in your life. Are you letting him rule tonight? And the God that answered by fire. Oh, my God, I love that. I love it. The God that answered by fire. They gave the equation that they equal, amen, they got up to, amen, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God that answered by fire. Let him be God. Let this superior, supernatural being, amen, they got all power in both heaven and earth, amen. When he answered by fire, let him be God. Let him be God. Oh, praise the Lord. And all the people, they answered and said, it's well spoken. It's well spoken, Elijah. We're, we're not going to debate with you, not going to argue with you. Amen. If this happens, amen, we're going to serve the real true God. Don't you know the devil know, amen, that there is not but one God? He got people fooled. But the devil know it ain't but one God. You, you can't tell the devil, amen, there are two gods or three gods. But the devil know better. Because Satan was right there up in heaven, amen, where the Lord was. That's why he know, amen, it ain't but one God. But humanity got this thing mixed up. And they have begun to worship idol, idol. Idolatry is a bad thing. Don't let idolatry be named among you as saints of God. Get away from idolatry. Before the people of Israel entered the promised land, God warned them of their Drifted consequence of serving other gods. God told them, Amen. Before Amen, they 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 left Egypt. God told them, Amen, about these idol gods. Now you can find that in Exodus chapter nineteen uh, and twenty-five and twenty and five and Deuteronomy six ten through fifteen. Now, fortunately, under Joshua's leadership, the people experienced military and spiritual victories as they conquered and divided the land. That was under Joshua's leadership. They were able to experience, amen, spiritually and military victory. Joshua 21 through 43, and Joshua 24, and 31. And Joshua, you know, Joshua was very faithful unto Moses. When we are in the army of God, and God is our superior, we got to be faithful to somebody. 
faithful to leadership. Joshua stood right there. Amen, praise the Lord. And Joshua won, won and before his death. However, if the Israelites united with the ungodly inhabitation of the land, they would perish. Joshua told him, amen, in Joshua 23, 7 and 16. If you go and you unite with the ungodly fellowship or the ungodly inheritance of the land, you will perish. God then told you don't go there and mix with them people. But look at us today. We don't have no separation. Yes, I can well quote John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves us all. But you see, when we come to Jesus, we're not foreigners. We're God's children. We put on his nature, his characteristics. No matter what nationality or nationality we are, when we come to Jesus, we make a change. By the time, amen, uh, the judges must, uh, much land remain this. In Judge, amen, 127, 36. And the people began, amen, serving foreign gods, worshiping by the land originally inherited. They began to just serve, amen, foreign gods. Calling anything, amen, that they want, that's a God. God got jealous. God is a jealous God, children. And he see you giving all your time to these false gods that you analyzing and worshiping and don't give much time to him. Not so. He is God. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. It belongs to him. We are God's people. But he's still letting us know that he wants his praise. He wants his righteous benevolence. That's why he chose Israel, amen, as a special people. And during, amen, the period of a divine money art success, a most ungodly king reigned over Israel. Amen. God will allow ungodly kings is to reign over you in order to try to call you to do right. Ungodly president, God, amen, will allow them to reign over you. I'm talking about to the children of God now to cause you to do right. But what do we now to do? We fall in the same suit. We fall in the same political arena, amen, that everybody else is in. We sometimes we forget God's law and ever what amen they practice in the world. That's what we practice. No. We got to make a stand. It is time for the saints of God to make a stand like never before. Jesus said, if you lose your life for my name's sake, he said, you should find it again. But if you try to save your life, you're going to lose it. A miracle in the mountains or in high places. As we go on down, amen, and let us in respond, amen, to the deeds of, of these evil people, God raised up a prophet, Elijah, the Terabite, First Kings 17 and 1. Over the course of, amen, of several years, Elijah served as God's instrument and voice by performing miracles and speaking divine ordinance directly to the king 
and queen. Elijah had to go, amen, before the king, Ahab, and Jezebel. Though were king and queen, they had power in them days. And remember, he was all by himself. God don't need a great big crowd to do his work. Just because, amen, you have a great number of people in your church, it don't mean you're strong. God told Gideon, amen, you got you got 32,000 to go do what I want you. You got too many. Get rid of them. I know it looks good in your eyesight to see that great number. But instead of 2,000 men would go out and win the battle, they'll say, we did it. They won't give God no credit. You know the story. He dropped it down to 300. What a great mass of difference. 300 looked from 32,000 down to 300. He told him, take those 300. Gideon over there was no way in the world he could win that battle with no 300. If the battle was going to be won, amen, it belonged to the Lord. It didn't belong to them. Well, amen, the battle belonged to God. It don't belong to us. Elijah served God as an instrument, amen, a voice that performed miracles. He, he, he was able to work miracles in the land. Now, amen, in the last days that we're living in now, don't be surprised in the book of Revelation, amen, to tell you the devil is also going to work miracles. So, amen, the miracles are not the only sign that the Lord is going to have for us in the last days. Ever what, amen, uh, the things that God can do, the devil is going to be able to do it too. Oh, the devil going to be anointed. It's going to be a false anointing. The devil can sing. He always good. The devil going to speak in tongues. Yes, he is. He going to work miracles. Yes, he is. In the front of all people. So don't let miracles be the only thing that hold your salvation together in these last and evil days that we're living in. But there was no miracle working in the days like that when Elijah came through. So that was a sign coming from heaven. A supernatural power was in that body of Elijah. But now you had the devil. Amen. It's going to always confront that power. You had Ahab and you had Jezebel. Circular people, worldly people. They didn't care what God wanted. But they were going to rule Israel, which was God's people. Beloved, believe not every spirit. But try the spirit to see whether it's of God or not. Don't believe everything that you hear. Pray on it. Seek the Lord's face and see, did God say it's all right or not? And I'm saying that to say this. I believe in obeying majesty. But from my understanding, we almost go back into a shutdown. They're talking about birth to church. Birth to church is good, but it ain't nothing like assembling yourself together into the house of God with God's people. Pray like never before. Pray. Amen. And don't be disturbed by letter or by word. You make sure it's the Spirit of God that is talking to you. But we got a lot of lying prophets out there. They dress up in sheep clothing, but even they're raving wolves. And they allow on the word of God and say, God told them to say this and that, and God ain't told them nothing. Listen, Elijah was in a predicament. He couldn't believe in curing Israel, so he had to believe on nothing but God himself. Because his people had turned. 
They had went on up, amen, to Mount Carmel to join in with the rest of, amen, uh, the society of paganism. At the critical junction in Israel history and in one of the most speculated showdowns between truth and falsehood, that's where we got, that's where we are now. Amen. We are in a a showdown between truth and falsehood. Who is right? Is God right or is the world right? That's where we're standing in right now. Well, amen. There is no argument have to be about it. God is right and the world is wrong. Even the world has reversed what God has said. They're called good, even, even good. God is right because God is righteousness. Recorded in the Bible, Elijah revealed before the people his unanswered loyalty and raw faith in truth, God of Israel. He stood for what he believed in. And let me tell you something, beloved. Beloved, if you, if you, if you, if you is going to be with Jesus and you love him like you say, you got to stand for what you believe in. Even if it caused your breath to be taken from you, you got to stand for what you believe in. You can't stand on both sides and switch when you want to switch. And if you are a real spokesman for the Lord, you got to get tough. And ever what it is in God's will, you got to let it be commended to your life. Elijah he revealed before the people his unwavering loyalty and raw faith in truth. He didn't waver. His faith did not waver. If you ask God for anything, James say, and your faith is like a, a wave on the sea, you ain't going to receive it because you got doubt all between there. When you ask God for something, you must believe it with every ounce, every strength, every might in your mind, soul, and body. Elijah uh, throw his confidence in God. He had confidence in God. Do you have do you got confidence in your God you serve? My God's name is Jesus. I, I'm not ashamed to say that nowhere. My God's name is Jesus. And I got confidence in Jesus. No matter what I'm going through with, many times I certainly don't know what way I'm uh, 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 I'm coming out of things, but my confidence is in Jesus. Elijah, he challenged the pagan idolatry. He challenged them. We're going to bring a showdown to the thing. We're going to see whether your God is real or is the God that I'm serving is real. He challenged, amen, these pagan, amen, idolatries and unbelievers. And he, he emerged victoriously. He overcome all these little idol gods that you serve right now. You ought to challenge them. Look, we got a the God that we serve don't have some power, but he got all power. I mean all power. We serve in a victorious Lord. Could the grave hold him down? No. Could death hold him down? No. Can't nothing hold him down. He's all-powerful. God appeared at just the right moment in a blazing demonstration of his power, removing any doubt about who the true God really was. Now, amen. God is like that. He will appear in a moment's time if he has to prove himself, to show people who he really is. 
Think about Elijah believing him, but Elijah didn't know whether he was going to show up or not. I've been in front of all those false prophets and all them people. He put his faith in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And let me say, God didn't let him down. He asked the people the question. And right now, if we enter into 2022, I'm going to ask you this. How long are you going to hold between two opinions? How long are you going to be dismayed in your mind and play around and and you know if there's another deeper opinion you're supposed to arrive to, but how long are you going to hold between two opinions? Young people that's going to school, you hear the word of God. Many of you know the word of God. How long are you going to hold? You mothers, you fathers, that try to ignore the word of God, how long are you going to hold between two opinions? If God be God, serve him. But then if God is not God, then you don't have to serve him. But let me tell you from experience, I know God is God. I know God is God. And I know, amen, he is the only one that's keeping me day by day, hour by hour. It is nothing but Jesus and his holy power. Attempting, amen, to rid Israel. The devil is always, amen, attempting to get rid of the church. You remember the fourth chapter of, I believe it's uh, St. Luke, when uh, Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights? Who comes? Here comes the tempter. Trying to tempt Jesus. And listen. I don't care who you are. If you're trying to do something good, the devil is going to be out there trying to tempt you. He's going to try to stop you. But Jesus told him this, these words, Satan, get thee behind me. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thou God. But amen. As soon as Elijah, amen, uh, he was tempted to rid Israel of the negative policy of Ahab and Jezebel, the prophet Elijah launched a fearful reform campaign and aimed uh, at the stamp of idolatry. Uh, you know, told him, told eight minutes, we're going we gonna, to we gonna stamp out idolatry now. You see, you can make money in selling uh, idol things. And anywhere money can be made, that man's going to be there trying to uh, make him a little money. But then when it comes down, amen, we're going to stamp it out. Somebody's going to get angry with you. Elijah, amen, uh, aimed, amen, at stamping out our doctrine during a a service drought and a famine. He was already, amen, they were already in bad shape. They were already trying to survive. But a famine was there. You know when a famine is there, amen, it cuts off, amen, the majority of your life living. And they were just trying to do something to make a living. And here come here come Elijah saying, amen, we're going to campaign against this. You know they got mad at him. God, people, is not really love. If you really find a real man and a real woman of God, they ain't really love. Because they always is speaking against something people love to do and is wrong in God's sight. And people don't like for you to speak against things that they like to do. So that makes them not like your spirit. But that's all right. The Bible says, if you suffer as a Christian, happy are you. And Jesus said, if you suffer with me, you should also reign with me. Elijah's words, God directed Elijah to confront 
the reprobated money of Ahab. Ahab was king. Amen. First King seventeen and one, and First King eighteen one to Ahab was just a, a spoiled king. If he couldn't get his way, he liked to do like a child. Amen. He would he would he would uh, cause a tantrum to come on. He wanted everybody, amen, to pay some attention to him. Worship Ahab. Ahab again. He was a monarch. He was a big figure in those people's sight at that day and time. Elijah summoned the aid of, amen, the reluctant and fearful Obadiah. So, Obadiah, Obadiah. I, I need you. He was overseer in the stand, and he sustained a hundred prophets in two caves. First King eighteen three and four to arrange a a render between the prophets and the king. For some time, the fluctuated Ahab had been unsuccessful attempting to capture the. Elevate the spirit of Elijah, who often was whispered away by the spirit. Every, every time he met, uh, uh, the king thought he had Elijah, God would take Elijah away in the spirit. Is there anything too hard that God can't do? You remember, amen, when the eunuch, amen, was preaching to Ethiopia? And after Amen, Ethiopia, after uh, 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 Philip baptizing, God took him away, took him away in the spirit. What amazing thing! Somebody standing inside of you, and you were talking to them. They think you turn around, and they go, and you didn't even see them when they left. Oh yes, God can transport you, Amen, today in your earthly body, if that is so His desire. Oh, what awesome God we serve. The meeting turned out to be a living and an unforgiving occasion, like David and Goliath. Now, you know, amen, what happened to David and Goliath. Everybody had, for Israel, amen, uh, everybody had the thumb up, amen, Goliath, 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 big, strong joint, nine feet something, amen, little bitty David. And everything changed in just a moment of time, amen. God directed that rock right into Goliath's head. And amen, David, uh, Goliath fell. David took it, Goliath sword and cut his head off. We got an awesome God that we serve. My God, man. And before Ahab had dishonored God's commandment and was following after Balaam, Ahab were one gluttable, one guilty, terrible, which covered Israel. Ahab was there troubling Israel. But amen, when he met Elijah, he wanted to put the blame on Elijah and says, Elijah, you are the one that's troubling Israel. People always want to put the blame on somebody else. Nobody really wants to stand up. For the commotion that they are causing, they want to lay it on somebody else. We might close tonight. In 2022, how long, children, are you going to just stand? And you're going to see the things happening around you and you won't change. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. We don't know whether we're going to wait to see another day or not. But are you ready to meet Jesus? Because the church that he coming after, it is without spot, blemish, or rancor. This is Dr. Moore praying for everybody in the land all over the earth. Let's get one mind and get one accord and let us repent of our wicked ways. And God shall heal the land. Thank you. And God bless you. Amen. This New Year's.
You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At Eddie's Ice Soft Drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.